What's up, guys? It's Lunch Beers, presented by the Podcast Room. Small crowd today, myself, Nikki Q, and Eli on vocals in the sticks. Welcome to the most boring work week of the year. We got New Year's resolutions, beer and sports. Crack a beer and enjoy. Okay, are you guys ready? For uh, the horde that will attack all the gyms in the new year? No. <laughs> I don't... I, ever since our... Well, your... Through our viral barefoot tweet in the gym, I haven't really felt too comfortable there. Um, so it's it's not going to get better, which makes me a little... I, 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 saw, I saw a gentleman the other the other day... And we all go to the same gym, so let me know if you've seen him before. Uh, but he was he was doing a little barefoot action as well, which is already uncomfortable to begin with. Uh, but this guy was taking Karate Kid to the next level, like down low moves, fucking swaying side to side, and then he's doing barrel roll roundhouse kicks that are just blowing my mind. He's just taller scrawny guy and he's just he's beating the shit out of this bag barefoot yeah know exactly who you're talking you know about. what i'm talking about yep. what why do you take that to a gym look at the economy <laughs> gotta be prepared to defend yourself i yeah. guess so i mean the fact that he's kicking the bag that everyone uses with his bare feet like that's just come mm-hmm. on man yeah dude but the 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 karate aspect is what really blows my mind. <laughs> Everyone is there is just picking things up and putting them down, and the acrobatic BS that you're pulling freaks me out to a different level. The bare feet is one thing, and then touching things with those feet, like they're your natural hand appendages, is still also... better than that chick who's standing barefoot on the bench bar. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll let that guy do whatever he wants to that bag in the corner of the gym if it means no bare feet or touching what I bench with. The worst part is he could probably kick my ass, and I definitely <laughs> think he could. So I saw a guy doing uh, flips just on the, uh, I think they're called the TRX, just, you know, what, ropes? Yeah. He's just flipping, like just back just and forth. Flips. Yeah, it's just. But why? Yeah, he's just flipping oh, no. back and forth. I guess like um, I, none of us can do any of that, right? Let's just throw that out in the open right now. We can no. openly acknowledge that. If you could, would you? No. In a public gym? No. Is it your New Year's resolution to be able to do it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Probably not. Let's talk about that. What is your guys' New Year's resolution? Mine is uh to finish songs. Mm-hmm. Just it's a good one for you. Yeah, just it's a good one to not get distracted in the studio and start something else. So that that's mine. That's like a legitimate hold myself accountable one. Um, I go to the gym a lot, so it's, I'm not I'm not too beefcake, but not big at all, really. But it's it's got to it's got to remain there. I think one for me is just when I'm drinking excessively, make sure I drink more water before I fall asleep. <laughs> that's a good one. That, right? That's a good one. That's. That is a good one to try to make a make a point to happen. Um, for me, I I don't really know. Like I do, kind of take this a little seriously. I'm one of those people, and I've yet to sit down and do it. But I was thinking, what is your uh, scumbag resolution? Like, what's something you want to be worse at, or be a, a worse? Eat more baconators. More baconators. Yeah, more Taco Bell. That'd more be cool. Taco Bell. 
Okay. I want to be like, uh, I want to enter more confrontation with people. Oh, so I, I, (laughs) I deal with like a lot of shit at work and I deal with a lot of like back and forth bullshit where I'm, where I'm fighting, um, a lot of the times. Hand to hand combat? Yeah, hand to hand, you know, I break out the katana every I know now a guy at Max that can help you but, defend yourself. <laughs> but the, uh, like, l- things outside of that, the little things. For example, I was in the parking garage to come here. The entire, every single space was taken. I do U-turn, like a triple K turn to get out. This person's backing up. I'm like, oh, sweet, I got a spot. I'm literally right there. And this guy just pulls in and fucking swoops right in. Alpha. And I, and I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I want to fight this guy so bad, but I'm tired. Mm. So my scumbag resolution is to get in fights over parking. I want to get out of my car in situations like that and just start shit. Or little little shit. Or you can wait till he leaves and then poop on his windshield and then just like drive home. Even better, dude. That, that is. That's who I want to be at the end of next year. I want to be that guy that that just like the the little things. Yeah, I don't want to get shot, so I don't do that. But um, one time I left a, I wrote on a napkin, "You're a bad person" when somebody did something in traffic, and I can't imagine that I would take that well if somebody just went out of their way just to openly acknowledge, like not even what you did, just like you're just not a good person. Mm-hmm. So I, I like doing that because that can't shoot you. Okay. Yeah, how pointless is this week at work? I've done nothing <laughs> all week. It's so pointless. I'm I'm struggling heavily. Like I'm doing the things that I absolutely have to, but at the eleventh hour because I'm like, uh, I can't let this go. This should be day. like an American wide thing where offices are just week. closed. Yeah, from, everybody plays Warzone from all week. Christmas to New Year's, the office should just be closed for everyone. I completely agree. It, it, this is I, no motivation. The sun is at its absolute worst throughout the day, and yet I still have expectations of me. No, yeah, I've no. gotten nothing done. Neither I mean, it's just in you know your metrics are still there, right? You're mm-hmm. still held accountable to these goals that you know your soups have put in front of you to hit. But it's just kind of like you know the holidays, man. It's fucking soups, man. Yeah, chowders. Do this chowders. Yeah, it is it is nice, though, I will say. I want to drink this beer, but I just want to throw in, I'm finally getting to the point that it getting dark early isn't making me fall asleep. I think I'm just finally starting to get used to that, and it's well, it's been like a month now, I, maybe. It's, I don't know. I, yeah. I've lost all concept of reality I'm, since I've been on a golf course. I'm staying up later now. It's terrible. Nine? Yeah, like 9.45. <laughs> Oh, don't hit those double digits so you'll turn to a different person uh beer though lost that's a good, tavern. Uh, that's a good new year's resolution <laughs> yeah stay drink up more, later no drink more beer <laughs> oh yeah dude more of these <laughs> bridge to the past bridge to terabithia as frank was looking it up which just brought a lot back that really stung uh german style hell's lager traditional german lager brewed with a classic malt bill giving a touch of sweetness it's 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 Yingy, it's yingy for sure. I definitely it's a Christmas yingling. I think that's what it tastes like. Okay, I agree. Yeah, the the malt is uh, the malt comes on and hits you pretty strong to begin with. But the, there, 
It, it kind of follows the description. This is the first beer where I feel like it truly follows the description to a T, where you get hit with the malt right away, and then you get that sweetness at the end. Uh, and that's what I get with the aftertaste. So I, I want to say kudos to them for actually describing what goes on instead of being like this fucking uh, berry and then this and that. And you're just like, what the fuck's going on in my mouth? Whoa. Does this bridge look familiar to you guys? Is this somewhere in Bethlehem? Yeah, it's or... um So the thing that's throwing me off, the bot. Without that, like, top part, it looks like the bridge that connects, uh, like, that low end on north side behind Hotel Bethlehem to the big tent where they have the big performers. Yeah. But it doesn't have that, like, thing on over top, top yeah. to it. Like, that's what it looks like. But uh, I don't know. I'm going to... Well, it's from Hellertown, technically. So maybe this bridge is in Hellertown. Hmm. Maybe we're too small-minded and we think everything's about us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the can it could could be doing a lot more for me. I just need pop on a can, and this can is not doing that. Uh, that's a very very good beer though. Drinkability is high for me. I mean, I crush lagers all day. Yeah, um, and five point three percent, pretty nice ABV. I'm just gonna give it a, a nice solid six point seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah this this is exactly what it says it is. Uh, very straightforward as as a lager. Uh, I'm going to go a a little bit lower. I'm going to give a a 5.6. It is really good. I feel like it's a lower score for a beer that I I enjoy drinking. But just overall, it's nothing that's blowing me away. 6.9. We'll talk about getting blown away. Uh Nice. Good beer. Good beer. Luca blowing away, dude. Luca stat. How about that guy, huh? Guy's playing fucking 2K in real life. He is Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> He's the new age Wilt Chamberlain, dude, with that stat line. 21 on top of 60, and then you throw a 10 at the end? Are you serious? And that shot that he hit to go to OT is disgusting. Mm-hmm. The whole Knicks bench, dude. The entire Knicks bench looked like their girlfriends cheated on, like, right in front of their face. <laughs> like, they were like, she went out somewhere, and they had one of those little investigators you see on, like, E!, and it's like, I don't think she's going to do anything. And she just walks right up to the dude and kisses him right on the mouth. Like, that's their face. And Luca's giddy like a child on the court after hitting that shot. You just absolutely love to see it unless you're Frank. My my favorite part was afterwards. And this is such like a lunch beers moment right here. Is he's getting interviewed. They're like, hey, what do you think? What do you think? He's like, I'm tired as hell. I need a recovery beer. <laughs> he is a man. That was pumping. really cool. Luca's a goat. Um, it's crazy that he's 23. Like he's yeah. 23 years old is it, nuts to think about. I mean, that was the most Knicks thing to happen. I think they were up by like nine points with like 30 seconds left. I think every other team in the history of the NBA that was up by that amount with that little time won the game. Uh, besides the Knicks, they were the first one to lose in those circumstances. So that sucks. Um, but an historical performance, first ever stat line of 60, 21 and 10. Just an unreal performance by the 23-year-old. And the way he danced after, like, that's just pure joy. Like, he yeah. loves playing the sport of basketball. He's not trying to look cool yeah. at all, and yeah. that's refreshing. Yeah. And, like, no disrespect himself. to, like, you know, anything when I say that. But it's just the fact that, like you said, he's just literally being himself. Like, what he felt, he just let out. My boy's just, like, flopping his wrist and giddy, bro. It looks like a, it looks like a little kid on Christmas. Like, it's you can't ask for anything more of an athlete. It's a grown man. And, like, he's jumping around like a giddy kid who just got, like, a PS5, and it's his first gaming system, and he's, like, on top of the world. Like, you just love to see it no matter who you're a fan of. 
Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, a lot more from Luca coming. Uh, NBA season starting to, you know, kick it up a notch. Uh, Lakers uh, future, baby. Looking <laughs> phenomenal. Did you guys see that uh, LeBron deleted that tweet about him never missing the playoffs again? That hey, was, hey, man, look. That was pretty funny. All I need is a hedge opportunity, okay? <laughs> I don't want him to delete. It was funny, though. The one funny thing, and this is the only time I'm going to back LeBron on when he does his little, like, white lie stuff. Because, like, he's got to get his fun. The man's, like, never made a mistake in his, like, personal private life in his entire career. The, oh, I knew that Dirk was going to be the, I mean, like, we all knew that. Barstool ran with that way too hard. Because, like, we all knew Dirk's statue was going to be a fadeaway, jumping out. Like, what else would it be? What else would it be, realistically? Yeah, that's true. It was cool how they were able to pull it off, though. Like, if you think about it from, like, a logical standpoint with the majority of the weight of the statue like that, you're like, how is that possible? It looks sick. I mean, that's one of the sickest statues I've ever seen. A lot like, better of us, than Sean Taylor's. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Um, More to come. Yeah. More to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the most coolest statues ever. I'll, I'll definitely say that. And the unveiling was really cool. And, yeah, I mean, it was just funny, even though I agree with Eli. Like, what else would you have made a statue of? Like of him doing, I mean, maybe him coming in with the plate. You ever see when he would come in with the plate, oh, yeah. with the, <laughs> the foil on top, dude? Like just like straight up, he was leaving to play in an NBA game, and his wife just like put food on a paper plate and put plastic crap over it. And said, "Here you go." <laughs> he was walking like a server, dude, in the alley, Raz. That's just classic Dirk. That's a real one. Though. That's business. It's a real girl right there. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. What I gotta say. Shout out her. Uh, before we get into the NFL bowl season, that's pretty cool. Just a bunch of college football, uh, bowls during Guys the, being dudes. Yeah, during the, during, uh, the work day, which is nice. Just to turn on, throw a bet on if you want, just pick a random side, pick a random total. Uh, those are always fun. And it's just nice to have on during the work week, especially because this week is like an imaginary week anyway. So you're not really doing yeah. much. Um, so it is nice to have some form of sports on during the day. And, uh, you know, college football bowl season. Shout out, you guys, holding it down for us corporate guys and girls. Um, okay, the NFL. I see uh, someone wants to talk about Derek Carr and how much <laughs> he stinks or is good. What is your opinion? I ever put that there. I brought this up. Is he good? Is He's he got a- benched. <laughs> is, is he actually worthwhile? This guy's been going for a long time. You know, he's got... Uh, a very hardcore backing and then a lot of hate on the outside and inside. What do we think of Derek Carr? Cause he's never done anything for me. on fantasy. I mean, you're a different breed for drafting in fantasy. I'm just going to say that out loud. It was a couple years ago. <laughs> no, but um, I think he's like a pretty average quarterback and I don't know why this like conglomerate of people argue that he's so good mm-hmm. i mean like there's people out there that's like oh he's a top 10 top 12 quarterback in the league right now like what? listen he he, Wait, he got he got benched um and it might be because of his contract where you know he gets injury guaranteed if he gets injured uh for the 2023 season he gets like a fat payout or something along those lines but this guy's been going for uh nine years he holds virtually every passing record in Vegas franchise history, but nothing to show for it. So is, is Derek Carr going to be a guy who actually ends up somewhere? 
or is this kind of... I mean, Carson Wentz is starting, so who the hell knows what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like he is just... He's going to fizzle out. You know, I, I thought he was a pretty solid guy. His brother was backup for the Giants. Correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I <laughs> a whole did, lot of parked cars out there. <laughs> I yeah. did enjoy uh, him whenever he had to uh, come in desperately, but uh, I think he's done. I think no, he's done. He's definitely, too, the Colts are about to give him yeah, like a fat contract. Dude, the Colts like, are one of those salivating. Kinda, one of those kind of teams is going to pay this guy to to come play for yeah, them. Yeah, but he's never going to win anything in my opinion. Yeah, that, and that's you why know? he's perfect for the Colts. Let's, yeah. I mean, dude, the Colts, like, to Frank's point, right? When the Colts see starter benched, dude, they start foaming at the mouth. Good. They're like the Broncos. Good. They're two of the places that quarterbacks go to die. Good enough to not be terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Good right. enough for Indianapolis, yeah, I guess. I think he's a very average quarterback, um, and that's pretty much all he's going to be. Um, yeah. Sad. Speaking about the Colts, the Giants have Nick Foles and the Colts talk about a quarterback, just graveyard. Like people just go there. They die. And just like die there. They go there um, and they start planning where they want to live after retirement. It's just unreal. <laughs> oh, uh, you're playing at Lucas oil. Okay. So where's your retirement home next season? Better get it under contract. So you can move in that day. Yeah. But the giants went in there in against the Colts. Um, it'll be, it's, it's been a while since the giants clinched a playoff spot themselves. And, um, I don't know, just cool. A Nick Foles, that obviously helps a lot. Uh, he is just, he's just not a good football player at this point in time. I think he just sucks if he's not in an Eagles uniform for that's, four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Um, I think, yeah, if you guys, I'd be surprised if the giants don't clinch that. Um, and congrats to you guys coming into this season, right? To be sitting at the end. Obviously, we've been doing this much longer than the NFL season, but to now be having the conversation of we can clinch on Sunday, that's got to be a good feeling. Revel yeah. in that a little bit, right? After six years of just absolute fucking pain of being bottom of the barrel, uh, you know, we, we're not getting draft picks this year, but it's just nice to see that. I can watch a game on a weekend and enjoy myself. And that's all I care. It's nice about. to have something to fight for. Yeah. I feel like this week 17 is going to be good. There's a lot of uh, uh, things in play here. Um, a lot of uh, playoff spots to be clinched and a lot of seeds to move around. Um, it's going to yeah. be a good week 17. One of the better ones we've had in a while. I feel like, can we get the whole East in or what? Uh, I think it's, it's tough after the Washington giants game. Obviously we saw that, one team was going to be knocked below the 50 percentile of getting in. I think it was in the 30s. Washington, I think 31% after the loss. Um, but it's still there. It's, dude, it's still possible. It's, we all might get in. Who starts though? Does Ron Rivera pull back and put Heineke back in? I just like, does Carson Wentz have enough in him to ruin it in one week to get benched for the playoffs? Like, probably you're Rivera, right? You're in the driver's seat. Obviously, you guys wouldn't put Wentz in, but like, do you think he can? Do you think he considers going back to Heineke if they get a playoff spot? Uh, I think if Wentz is playing bad enough, yeah. At this point, like, who cares? Like, you're not going to hurt any of the quarterback's ego. Like, they're almost irreplaceable. It's just like, hey, you're in one game, you're in the next. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal in the uh, Washington quarterback uh, room right now. Um, if, if Carson Wentz is playing poorly, I think Taylor Heineke definitely can play again. Um, very winnable game though against the Browns. 
So that's not too bad. Jets and the Seahawks. The Jets are obviously still fighting for their playoff spot, so they're going to be going pretty hard. Um, and then I think the Jets are actually favored in that game too against mm-hmm. the Seahawks. And then you also need who to lose? The Lions. Who do they play? Who just absolutely just oh, fell apart oh, against the, the Panthers. The Lions and the Bears, though. The Bears are... Yeah, but they just lost to the Panthers. Stinky. By two touchdowns. Hey, the the, uh, the, the Panthers, man, they're, uh, they're pretty a, frisky. The pan- oh, yeah. Everybody can't be frisky. <laughs> the Bears are friskier than the Panthers, for sure, with ah. Justin Fields. There's more talent in Fields' feet than most of the Panthers lineup. Yeah, but also the Bears aren't playing for anything. The Panthers are playing for a playoff spot right now. Like the they could win their division. That the Bears should be tanking for that, you know, number one pick. Um, the Panthers again. They could. That's crazy to think the Panthers at six sucks. and nine <laughs> after firing Matt Rule. Hey. They can still make the playoffs and by winning their division, of course. That's just crazy. Isn't uh Tommy in in that division? Yeah, it's it's Panthers Bucks this Sunday. Imagine. You got a shot at the division at six and nine. Tom Brady, newly divorced in your division. Where are we? It's an NFL, dude. Like, what's going on, man? <laughs> That's the motto for this entire season, dude. Nobody knows what the yeah, fuck is going on anymore. I've, I've, yeah, this has been one of the crazier ones, but it is interesting, though. Um, we'll see. I still will stand on the fact that I think the Bears, even though the front line is about as bad as it can be on both sides, um, they got a shot. I'm not going to rule them out. I'm not going to rule them out. Hey, a lot of things can happen. It's going to be a very good Sunday. And then Monday Night Football, oh, my God. Bills, Bengals, mm. that's electric. That's so, a good game. So, I mean, just inject that into a my A good primetime game is unheard of this year. <laughs> yeah, we love that. Who do you think is going to the Super Bowl and has a chance? Like, who? who's your guy right now? Whether that be like a... a Top pick or maybe like a little sneaky link going on. Who do you think? Why don't you give a give a favorite and a dark horse? My dark horse and my favorite. No, it can't be the same thing. Dark my, horse is like my, I don't my, think I don't my, know if they can do it, but they got a shot. My my dark horses are the Bengals, <clears throat> and I seriously like they're eleven I, and four. How are they a dark horse? Because they came out of nowhere, dude. They are. Uh, they were in the in, including <laughs> postseason. They had a rough beginning of the year, okay, and then they just broke out of nowhere. They fixed their offensive line, which is still struggling a little bit, and they solved a lot of problems going on. But including last postseason, they've covered twenty out of twenty three games. So good teams cover. So they, how are they a dark they're, horse? They're coming up <laughs> because nobody's looking at them, in my opinion. Dude, now, now, the, now they're getting publicity because they've come out to this uh, current record and they've beaten a lot of teams that they probably shouldn't have been able to beat uh, based off their beginning performance. But I think the Bengals are are that sneaky team that's going to go against have the Bills, the Chiefs, et cetera, et cetera. You can look it up. The Bengals have faced and beat almost, if not all, teams <laughs> That are eligible for the playoffs in the regular season. Yeah, and like the last six games. I'd, I'd say the last six games they've stood out so predominantly and <clears throat> been so dominant or have won. Okay, so who's your very, favorite then? My if fa- they're your dark horse at 11 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite's probably going to be the Chiefs, dude. Okay. Unfortunately. But they are just. It's so hard. The Chiefs. It's, it's, it's hard to bet against, Chiefs, especially dude. with Jarek McKinnon coming through. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to, uh, they might have lost Tyreek Hill, but they got Jarek McKinnon in that big, big play from the backfield, and they got Pacheco outside of that. So, uh, Frank, what are you thinking? Yeah. Um, so I think the Super Bowl champion will be one of these teams. 
the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. Really? The Bengals can possibly be put, so that might be the sixth team, but one of those teams will win the Super Bowl. It's kind of hard to pick a dark horse um, just because... It just, it's so, I feel like it's just so top heavy with those teams. I can't picture any of those five teams not winning. And it's also hard for me to say the Chargers are a dark horse because they're the team every preseason that everyone picks as their dark horse to win it all. So, I mean, like right now, it's kind of weird to pick them, I guess. Um, Dude, why don't you run with the Giants? <laughs> oh my God. I don't get it. <laughs> Your last Super Bowl win, you came in at eight and eight. No, who knows? Because, because Eli Manning's the goat. We don't have. Yeah, but a Eli goat Manning showed team. you that he was the goat in those moments. No, no, he showed it before in his first. Dude, Super Eli Bowl. Manning playoffs destroys regular season. They everybody always says, dude, combine regular season Peyton and playoff Eli, and you have the perfect quarterback of all time. I mean, like he had to convince you at that time. You got the Aaron Rodgers season eight and eight too. But the thing is, we've never seen Danny Dimes in the playoffs. My thing is, and I, I you know what, I'm really, I'm really happy <laughs> yeah. for Daniel Jones. He's having his career year, but his ceiling is just so apparent. Mm-hmm. Like he has such a low ceiling and it's just, so the first Super Bowl I saw, the defense won us, pretty much won us that championship and then the David Tyree catch. The second, Super, the second Super Bowl I yeah. saw, a yellow grade, uh, Gatorade across the room. I'll never forget it. The second Super Bowl I saw was Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. We don't have a defense like that, and we don't have Eli Manning. So that's why, for those reasons, I am not picking the Giants as my dark horse. Unfortunately, I'm really happy with this season, though. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to sound ungrateful or anything, um, but I'm just trying to be a little realistic. And, hey, of course, you know, obviously this Sunday at Pints, I'll be cheering like oh, the Giants yeah. are future Super Bowl champions. So don't get, you know, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it's hard to see, you know, one of those five teams not winning. Um, yeah, and um, I do think the Bengals are right there though. Mm-hmm. Like the Bengals are are right there to be on that tier of like true Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, if I'm going a favorite, I'm gonna run with. Um, I kind of like San Fran this year. Um, they're a little less liked favorite, but the defense will get you there. Um, you love to see them rally behind Brock Purdy. You got Christian McCaffrey, and realistically, we don't really know what he's capable of in a Niners jersey. I mean, he's had it for less than a year. Um, there's a lot of weapons on that team, and I think they're one of those teams that when you look at them on the schedule, they don't have that like star power, like firepower, where like, is this going to be a game of fireworks and this and that? But I think they have the pieces that they can put together to get a Super Bowl, and you know, they're due. I mean, the Niners are due. They're one of those legacy teams, and they're one of those teams that the NFL likes to see win. So they're my favorite. Um, if I'm if I'm going dark horse, I'm gonna run. Um, I'm, I'm gonna run with dude. I'm, I'm just gonna run with Miami because I have a plus three thousand ticket on them. I'm losing some value because they're at four now. But you know, if Tua can come through, um, there's not a lot of guys that can cover Tyreek Hill. Raheem Mostert can give you 70, 80 yards a game and, you know, they can, they can put some, some wins together. It's, it's hard to doubt a team that really loves to back their coach and their quarterback. So favorite Niners, Dark Horse, Miami, little selfish because I kind of want to get paid on that. So <laughs> boom. Um, I'm going Bills 49ers Super Bowl. That'd be cool. Bing bong. Okay. Uh, 
our last fantasy update, or I guess one more to tell you who won. But yeah, last, last one will just be an update. <laughs> yeah, so this is the last real fantasy uh, fuckboy update. Yeah, um, tough week for your uh, your boy here. Um, Sags, Sags rolled into town. Sags did, you know, Sags beat me up. Sags beat me up pretty good. Um, Sags and Troy, I mean... It's Nick and I in a, in a third place. I got third place last year. I'm fighting for third again. I might just ultimately break even off two years of work. So that's what you're looking for in a successful business. So that's great. And then you got Sags and Troy. Um, Sags, as he says, uh, I'm going to take Troy out for the people. <laughs> he he coined <laughs> Troy an enemy of the people. And we're going to run with that. Um, Troy did get a first round pick off waivers early in the season. I'm going to say, you know, people say it doesn't make a difference. It makes a difference. He's in the chip, but it's a great season out of both of them. Uh, last year we had some pretty dominant lunch beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the chip last year, Frank? Myself and Jared. That was yeah, pretty cool. And then I got Jared third. Winning. So all cash went to lunch beers. Not this year. Only buying is going to lunch beers and the rest of the cash is going out. But I will say, in support of Sags, he said it'll it'll pay for his vocal coaching for a year. So book my boy. You need a little sexy voice to uh, talk about some stuff here advertising. Anthony, call Sags, dude. Just better call Sags. I'm Team Troy. I hope Troy wins. I'm Team Troy as well because he, yeah. he beat me. Shit ass Go team. Sags. The team that beat me. <laughs> will win because I am dominance except I guys, lost. Guys, we, we really need to sit down next year and just like do some US government level shit and just collude on how we can <laughs> how we can make this happen for us. You know? I'm okay. Try, I'm trying to make money. Okay, our last uh our last bit. The boys have not been doing too well, but nonetheless our locks of the week. Okay. Last week Another bad game. The Titans did not cover. They were three. They were three point favorites. They lost um, to the Texans. They failed to cover. R.I.P. The Onion. It was just. It was just bad. Um, but nonetheless, I'm going to put my faith at eight and seven. I need a win so desperately bad. I'm going to put my faith on the shoulders of a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, he knows what it takes to win a Super Bowl. That is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers minus three over the Minnesota Vikings. Hopefully the public just loves the Vikings again. Like last week, the Vikings failed to cover last week. Hopefully they fail um, to cover again this week. That's my pick. All right. I I don't know why the Jets are a favorite. They've been playing well the past couple weeks, but the Seahawks have been – such a force throughout the entire season. So I am going to take the Seahawks plus one and a half. Hear me now. Fade me because I've not won anything for anyone at all this year. But I'm going to take Seahawks one and a half. Yeah, this is a, um, it's tough. It's tough betting this point of the year because there's a lot of teams that, they're not fighting with their best players. They're they're nervous about injuries. You got some guys going to the playoffs, nervous about injuries. Some guys we don't stand a chance, nervous about injuries. There's a lot going on. Um, but ultimately, I'm gonna double down with. I lost by the hook last week. Um, it always hurts. You hate to see it. We got a uh, evil Jared Cosa just just reeling on me because 
It was against the Ravens. But um, I'm going to run with the Falcons again at minus three against the Cardinals. Um, they're, they're, they're a company facing layoffs. They are sadness in a bottle. Um, they are just a lot of pain. Kyler Murray can't lock in his double XP. He's hurt. It's There's a lot of bad going on out there. And for whatever reason, Desmond Ritter sucks. I mean, I'll, it's not new, but they got a run game between Tyler and Corderell. So I'm going to bet that against the Cardinals. Minus three on the Falcons. You got a push there. We're, we're at that point in the season where a push possibility adds value to our lock. So, yeah, that, uh, just, yeah, have fun, man. Just have a couple IPAs within reach. And Jared, who is unfortunately not here today for uh, personal, professional, and medical reasons, uh, he wants to take Bengals on Monday night plus one and a half on BetMGM. They're minus 110. Underdogs, he says, are seven to two against the spread in the last nine in Buffalo versus Cincinnati matchup. And then he also has the Ravens over 11 and a half wins plus 100 in the cool. Go, Jared. Anyone want to wrap this up or uh, let me get my regular spiel? Type in lunch beers everywhere you can type stuff. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, that's cool. Lunch beers. Frank, lunch, you were going to say something. Just lunch say beers it. pod. That's exactly what I was going to say. Just put it in anywhere. Yeah. Type it. Look Text for it. Text it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Type that. We, we like that. Uh, check us out all socials at lunch beers pod. www.lunchbeerspodcast.com. And we will see you next week. Happy New Year. See you next year, nerds. You may be disappointed, but just remember most people are going to disappoint you anyway. Frank, I would just riff it. I wouldn't type it out. Peace.